concentrated on utilizing technology to allocate current and potential physical security threats through monitoring different social media platforms in, in, in different languages and allocating any movement that indicates potential increase in security uh, threats. Uh, our, our clients were humanitarian agencies, press agencies, those who do come to uh, conflict zones to help and to assist. That was uh, something that was genuine and, I, I, and we found very useful for the environment we were in, you know. Welcome back, listener, to another exciting episode. In this episode, we will be discussing about the different security solutions. And to discuss about that, we have Hussein with us. He's the CEO of Crownix. It's a security company. They provide security in different aspects. So a warm welcome to Hussein and uh, tell us about yourself and what you guys do. Hello, Hudaifa. It's a pleasure being with you today. Thank you for hosting me. Um, so I'm Hussein Nasruddin. Uh, as we discussed, uh, me and you before starting recording, I, I live in Jerusalem, uh, but I'm constantly on the go around the Middle East and North Africa as uh, I run a company called Crownox Risk Mitigation Solutions. And in Crownox, we provide a Fortune 500 companies, major companies and high net worth individuals with holistic security solutions that start from Travel security, anything you require to secure uh, yourself, your assets, and your human resources during traveling, uh, and uh, due diligence, background checks, uh, that that is the piece of information you would need to minimize risks while conducting businesses overseas, uh, in addition to many customized services that our clients hire us for uh, to assess potential and current threats and provide solutions to those challenges. Okay, that is that is great. So, like, can you tell us about like what inspired you to go into that security field and uh, work with different clients and in that particular field? Because it is not like uh, you can say like a computer science field or a graphic designing, like not a usual field that we talk about with everyone. So it's a different thing, right? Like it is very interesting uh, to me as well. So I just wanted to know like what is the inspiration behind it? Of course. So. Uh... Uh, born and raised in Jerusalem and I've uh, studied in the West Bank, uh, I've always lived in a challenging political environment. Uh, uh, as you know, we're part of uh, one of the longest uh, uh, political conflicts uh, on earth today. And growing up in such an environment of uncertainty, it was always interesting for me to find trends within this chaos. So I started building a, a startup called Red Crow Intelligence a few years ago, and we concentrated on utilizing technology to allocate current and potential physical security threats through monitoring different social media platforms in, in, in different languages and allocating any movement that indicates potential increase in security uh, threats. Uh, our our clients were humanitarian agencies, press agencies, those who do come to uh, conflict zones to help and to assist. That was uh, something that was genuine, and I, I and we found very useful for the environment we were in. You know, as any other startup, startups start by facing a problem and trying to solve it. That's how it always starts. And for us, it was 
the place we were born, there was a lot of problems related to the politics, and we were trying to enable those coming there to to build a better reality, uh, maintain their safety and and their security. From here, it started. Everything started, and we specialized in humanitarian agencies, support, and and press, as I said. But after doing a good job uh, in such a challenging environment, we were um, hired by many to to serve uh, international companies uh, in nearby uh, regions and countries. So from uh, from Jerusalem to to Amman, Jordan, and then uh, to the to the Gulf, uh, we started gaining more and more reputation, and we started receiving different. Uh, uh, requirements that are related to uh, physical services such as close protection, travel security, or even logistical support and coordination. Uh, we find those challenges very interesting. Today, we ended up serving many other clients, including energy companies, uh, spe- specifically green energy, and uh, cargo companies, uh, startups, unicorns, and high net worth celebrities and individuals that uh, that are just there for business or for providing uh, 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 events related to the uh, uh, you know uh, entertainment industry. So we stopped being only the problem solver in a conflict zone and we scaled into the uh, global market. But we gained it all from from that challenging place. Yeah, that is that is a very inspiring story. That regardless of being in a bad situation and uh, cursing yourself like why I was born here, and you just think of it as a like you know challenge and just uh build something on top of it like uh like a lot of people say like just find a problem and then find a solution of it and it's like a great uh business so you just uh did that and it's amazing and about the thing that you talk about like um getting data from social media initially when you started and like different sources and then uh detecting threats from it so like i'm just curious like is it like allowed to scrape data f- from the di- different profiles or like is it required like special like um, privilege or access mm-hmm. so th- this is one of the typical questions we had from investors when we first started and uh, it's about what kind of data you're looking into so if you're a marketing company for a b2c product, uh, you will always want to know what people prefer, their reactions, their habits, and that's where it's a slippery slope to get more into private uh, information that are prohibited. Okay. But in our case, we are looking for events and uh, why social media is very powerful when you're looking at events that might affect the well-being and safety of people. It's because most events are accelerating through either mobilizing uh, the public or uh, or at least uh, notifying specific groups of specific activities. So it's always open. It's always on the open source. It's a yeah. post. It, uh, it's a share. It's something that someone wants to uh, gain a more uh, uh, power by sharing with other elements. And that's where uh, we, we get our value from, allocating early warnings, we call them, very yeah. fast in the process before the event exaggerates and accelerates. And most of the time, it's always open source information that are legally available, a- available for everyone. Yeah. So what what we did to to actually gain value is we built a machine that can read all this open source information in different languages on a on wide uh, capacity that uh, that can cover more and more data and analyze it very fast. That was the value, but we never yeah. went into more private uh, yeah things private accounts. Okay. 
Yeah, I think I think like just to summarize it, you guys just check the different posts. Like for instance, if a person has a, ba- a bad mentality from their post and whatever the activity they are doing, it like uh, you can like check that. Like they have a negative intent. So from there, just checking their public data, they have posted about something or they have like negative reviews about certain uh, uh, political party or like a certain uh, religion so from there you guys like your machine used to uh detect that and then like the authorities are reported it's it's like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a great thing and now like uh when you talk about like serving with like big uh fortune 500 companies so what are the most common services that you guys provide like we, we mostly provide the uh, physical security support such as uh, secure transportation we are in charge of driving uh uh, the main principles around we are in charge of, of providing security at the residencies, uh, coordinate their meetings, uh, minimize any kind of risk related to their movement, or uh, even in big events for top of the three celebrities, uh, we we do uh, uh, take over the, the security and safety for them and their families uh, during such events when they have big concerts or, or big uh, uh, conventions that are taking part in uh, overseas. So A to Z, from the time okay. they leave their their country to the time they're back on their jet, we're in charge of every part of their safety and security. Okay. So can you tell us about like how the tech is utilized in all these services? Like, like for instance, if a person is traveling, how you uh, track their movement mm-hmm. and stuff like that? Because all, all this process, it cannot be done without using different tech services. Yes. So part of our technology is sorting hundreds of experts across the globe. The challenge is when you start scaling to grow your business internationally. So when you're a small company that works in a specific country, it's easier. Uh, You have those people in your office. When you scale internationally, and that's what we're currently doing, you start needing technology. And that's exactly what startups are all about. It's scaling to a global level. And today, that's our challenge. So we're building a a technology where we can sort experts across the globe, allocate them, be constantly updated on their status, and have a library of their documentation because legal is is a big part in our business. And when we receive a specific job, uh, automatically be able to sort, allocate, and communicate with the potential providers on the ground who will be taking over this, this task. It's very, very much similar to Upwork, but very personal and and internal and specific. That's our first phase. The second phase would be related to our quality assurance and control. So we don't have those, let's call them uh, uh, team leads and consultants. We don't have them across the world and then we uh, provide them with our mission and we go home. We are by the minute managing the, the mission or the job we, we were just assigned to. So we have a 24-7 global operational center we call GSOC, and they follow on each task happening across the world. And it's very challenging if you want to grow your business and do that through a center of people. You will need hundreds of people. Yeah. Again, that's where technology steps in. So we have a, a fully automated tracking system where after you get the right person from day one, from minute one, there's a 24-7 tracking, tracking of their phones, uh, batteries uh, uh, of their speed, uh, any any issues happening, uh, the client would report, would go straight forward to the person at the GSOC that is in charge of that mission. Uh, any feedback after the mission will be entered automatically in their file. That's how we maintain our quality assurance. It's a very 
uh, it's combination between Upwork and Uber for people uh, yeah. for let's say uh, top-notch services. So um, that's that's the combination of technologies we're currently using. Uh, still, we didn't combine them into one system, but that's our goal. Hopefully, in the near future, to have it all built in one uh, in-house uh, technology. Yeah, it reminded me like, uh, for instance, you guys are like providing security to a celebrity. And then, for instance, that person move from one country to another. It is very challenging, like, because then you need like another person from that country or that person will travel there. And like these things, it can get complex, as you mentioned, like when it is like in just one country or like in a small vicinity, then it is easy. But when it is growing, it, it is very tough, like to manage everything. And like, yeah it's uh definitely that, that that's that's why clients are willing usually in our market to pay sometimes five times what they are willing what they can pay if they get five security companies but they are willing to pay the five times number to one global provider that is good in operating what we call cross-border if you can do cross-border smoothly if you can have a coherent team that works as one that's very challenging it's, it's a lot of logistics and a lot of quality control that's why Technology becomes vital here. Yeah. The client has to work with you, and you will be utilizing six different teams in four different countries, let's say, but the client should feel as if they're all one, led by one person, maintain quality, maintain communication, and that without proper solid technology will be very hard to be do- done through human expertise alone. You will need an army of people and quality assurance departments. Yeah, it sounds like uh, like a movie, like, you know, like FIA intelligence guys, it's just monitoring, just checking the movement. And in case like, uh, I'm just thinking like in case if something happens, like you guys detect something like there's a problem or like there's a hiccup. So you send like more guys towards that location or like how does that work like in case of like escalation it sounds it, it usually sounds like this and it looks like this but it's not that cool it's uh, <laughs> usually like any other industry you if you want to be good at it and if you want to be able to solve problems on la- you want to be the person they call on last minute to solve problems you will have to have a solid network of vetted trusted uh, tested people those three words are very important vetted you you have to know them and trusted you've had you've used them and tested Uh, if you have such a network uh, the largest your network the more valuable you are in the security industry because no one really can have the uh, the approval uh, the governmental approval the the community approval to be roaming around borders with 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 men uh, that are that claim they are security experts and just you know uh, act like uh, like superheroes but you can always have the right uh, the right person on the other side of the border who's well connected respected have good reputation uh, know the right people to to help anyone in crisis uh, to leave the country very fast or to get uh, ambulances air ambulances access and special permits it's your network and your reputation that will really help you in times of crisis. That's what you learn in this industry because you will need uh, different kind of people to help you uh, finalize an emergency response. Uh, most of the 90, 90% of the time, an emergency response has nothing to do uh, with uh, sudden uh, violence. Uh, it has to do with medical. Uh, it has to do with uh, a family crisis, uh, with accidents. And... Uh, even with the 10% of, let's say, dramatic, violent uh, events, it's always about 
having the right people on your network and having the right reputation where people would want to step in and they they look at you as a legitimate party, that's what will help you. Like if you say I'm from the Red Cross or Red Crescent, I'm sure everyone will help you. Why? Because <laughs> the brand of the Red Crescent and Red Cross are beyond uh, anything because their name means they are here to help. It means they are here to save lives. So you can't be that similar as a security company, but you can be close enough. You can have a strong, yeah. good reputation that will uh, push people to, to step in. And I think that's the key. That's what you learn. Okay, that is great. And how do you guys make sure that uh, as you guys are like working with a lot of celebrities and big companies, so their personal data is secure and it is not uh, going into the wrong hands? It's, it's very similar to many other industries. I think we just, as I said, we just sound more interesting because it's rare to, to deal with security companies. We're not as needed uh, as medical, for example, uh, sector. But when you go to a hospital, you would assume your doctor is as uh, confidential, as, as serious dealing with your personal data as anyone else, uh, similar with, with many other industries. It's standard procedure. It's the standard procedures and systematic uh, uh, approaches that uh, put data breach and share uh, of private uh, information on the top of priorities within this industry. If, if one time uh, something leaks from your team, I think you will never be able to work with a specific kind of clients. Uh, when when you take your close protection course or your security training, case studies of such events are being taught with names and people who lost their their uh, uh, careers because they shared the wrong piece of information at the wrong time. So it's simply that's why also not not everyone is uh, it's not easily uh, approached this market. And many are trying, but they end up with uh, less uh, let's say interesting roles because you need to gain reputation before people get you in their homes and among their uh, teams yeah that is good that is good and so what is the future vision and goal of crown x like what do you guys uh have like planned in like next five years or ten years uh, we started as i said within uh, one country and now we cover uh, a region and beyond so we cover the middle east north africa and, and at the moment, uh, getting more into into Europe. Uh, our uh, coming three years look very exciting as uh, we would like to become a global company uh, that specialize in uh, in dealing with uh, with with the challenging uh, clients, mainly international, and while maintaining uh, a very uh, specific target market of those uh, who are. Providing something like we, we feel very proud that most of our clients are providing something unique to, to this world, including, as I said, the green energy, tech giants, and even individuals who are uh, very effective uh, in what they do and hold very, very unique messages. So we would like to keep that list growing. We would like to be that company that uh, does uh, adapt a problem solving approach with very unique list of clients across the globe. 
Okay, that is great. So yeah, that brings us to end of this uh, episode. And it was a great talking to you, Hussain. And uh, it is like very unique for me because I have never talked to someone uh, who is working in that particular industry. And uh, on your LinkedIn profile as well, I have seen like different posts that you share and they are so interactive. Like, I don't know, like if I have seen your post and I have missed it because they are so, you know, <laughs> there's like a video, then you explain, okay, what is the problem? What is, what uh, that person has done right what is wrong and they're like you know they're like very good and then they're very engaging so yeah that's why like that's the main reason i was checking your post and i was like yeah this person seems very interesting plus the work you guys are doing and uh how you guys are using the tech so in that industry because uh i didn't knew like how tech can be used in this and then obviously you guys are growing and uh making the solutions better uh so yeah that is great having you on the show thank you very much Harif, for this uh, opportunity it's always uh, interesting uh, to discuss uh, you know future plans with the young brilliant minds it helps us also to put things in line and it's a great opportunity thank you for sharing uh, our work with your audience and uh, stay connected on linkedin and please guys approach me on linkedin i'm casual and i love to answer more questions for anyone who's interested yeah uh i will i will share your linkedin profile and your website all of that in the video and if anyone wants to connect they can connect uh using that it's nice talking to you have a nice day Same here, thank you you have a good day